Members and friends of Elmira Baptist Church, thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to Elmira and You, the podcast of Elmira Baptist Church. I'm Pastor Scott. Welcome. Today is Thursday, April 14th, 2022. Today's program will be a little bit different. I want to focus here on what is coming up on our schedule. The first thing is actually tonight. Uh, April 14th, Thursday night, is the final night of our Peace and Hope for Life meetings with Ken Lynch, and he has prepared a special presentation for us that will remind us of the crucifixion and the resurrection, and I personally am looking forward to hearing that music. What I'm going to do here in a moment is play a selection of Beyond the Sunset that he played for us on Monday night and give you a, a, a little taste of what he's playing. This is a vibra harp that he plays. He also plays the violin. He plays an organ, He plays the piano, just has a lot of musical ability. He also used to play a set of glasses, that is drinking glasses filled with certain amounts of water. Uh, those are no longer working, but he has another set coming, and should we have him in the future, I expect that we'll hear them again. But this is from the vibra harp again, a song called Beyond the Sunset. I hope that you enjoy it. So that's the vibra harp, and I expect that he will play that instrument as well as other instruments tonight, although not that selection. He's already played that one. We're busy here at Elmira Baptist Church, and I hope that you'll be able to join us over the next few days. Tomorrow, Friday, the ladies will meet for a Bible study, 1030 in the morning. Connie will lead that study. 
Saturday, April 16th at 10 o'clock. We want to go out and invite our neighbors to our Resurrection Sunday or Easter services by leaving an invitation at their door. We call this our Blitz. And so we'll go out on Saturday at 10 o'clock. On Sunday, 6.45 is our sunrise service. And yes, I know it's early, but if it's going to be a sunrise service, we need to be out here about the time the sun rises. We're trying to get a feel, a sense of what it would have been like for those ladies who woke up early on that first resurrection morning, headed to the tomb, expecting to find a body there that they would anoint for burial. And instead, when they arrived, the stone had already been rolled away and there was an angel there who said, he is not here. He is risen, just as he said. I want to get a sense of that. And so we're going to start at 645 in the morning. That'll be mostly scripture reading, singing. Join us if you would. Not long after that, we'll have a light breakfast here at the church. And then at 945 will be our Sunday school hour. Jesse's class, the adult Sunday school class that Jesse leads, will be combined with the class that is in the sanctuary. AJ will teach both classes, 945 Sunday morning. Other than that, all the other classes should meet as normal uh, in their normal sp spaces. 11 o'clock in the morning, we're planning to meet for worship outside. We're, we will definitely meet for worship. We're planning to meet outside. And that's the goal. You can see, uh, if you were here Thursday, clouds, some rain. If it's cloudy and rainy or windy or particularly cold Sunday morning, we'll go ahead and meet inside. But either way, you're coming to 6111 California Pacific Road. So just come on out. If you see the chairs are outside, we're meeting outside. If you don't see chairs outside, come on inside. Join us for that 11 o'clock worship. But do be praying for good weather. I think it would be a blessing be exciting. There would be a sense of, of um, uh, adventure, sense of worship outside that we can't get by worshiping inside, of course. So I'm hoping, praying that we'll be able to worship outside on Sunday morning at 11. Sunday evening at five o'clock, we will be in the sanctuary for a time of worship, preaching, and then follow that by observing the Lord's Supper. Both sermons on Sunday will be about the resurrection, the reality of the resurrection on Sunday morning, the victory of the resurrection on Sunday night. The following Sunday, April 24th, is our food and fellowship. We're using the theme creative casseroles, so you can be creative in bringing a casserole and a dessert or a salad for that Sunday. That Sunday, the 24th, and following our food and fellowship, we'll have our time of praise and testimony about 1.30, I already have one fellow who came to me and said, I have a testimony of praise that I'd like to share with the church. I said, great, write it down, remind me on that Sunday, and you can share it with the church. We continue to work on a verse each week for meditation. This week's verse is John 11, 25 and 26. Listen, and then you tell me if these words sound familiar. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life, he that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Where have you heard that before? If you said, our chorus of the month, bing, you got it. We've been singing this song. So even if you haven't 
taken time to sit down and memorize it, if you just think about the words to that song, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth on me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And he that liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Those words are right there in the song. So little cheat sheet for you. Also, some of you last night stood to commit yourself to praying at least 15 minutes each day. 15 minutes of concentrated, scheduled, fervent prayer time. Breaking a sweat type of prayer. And if you've not been able to do that yet, it's not too late. But uh, let's keep that commitment to the Lord. For our devotional today, we're going to look at Romans chapter 1. We're going to be looking at Romans chapter 1 some more in the month of May, I anticipate. But today I want to look at Romans chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. Let me read it to you. Romans 1, 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it, that is the gospel of Christ, is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Notice in the middle of verse 16 there, it, the gospel of Christ, is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. It's the gospel that is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. And that's why as a church, we need to stay focused on the gospel, preaching the gospel, sharing the gospel with others in our daily lives, and living out the gospel. The just shall live by faith. Not a one-time event, somehow you lived in the past and then never happened. You live by faith. But let's focus there on the gospel of Christ is the power of God unto salvation. I grew up in a group of churches in the Portland area. There were, when I began to attend one, my parents, of course, picked the church, but I was, I was in... Um, well, even before school, younger than kindergarten, when we began to attend one of the churches. And at that time, there were five in that five of those churches in that loose association in the Portland area. And over the years, they have dwindled in size and become older and grayer until finally they would sell their building and merge with one of the other of the churches. It started when I was... Uh, Young man, elementary school, one of them closed up the building and merged with the church that I was currently attending. Then we moved to the other side, and, and that church sold its building. That building is now used as a Hindu temple, of all things. That's what the building is used for. Now there is one. Those five churches in that loose association in the Portland area, one remains. Now, I don't know all that went on. I do recall that my dad and I have talked on several occasions, and it's my considered opinion that what they forgot was that it was the gospel of Christ that was the power of God unto salvation that to everyone that believes. Somehow we begin to think that what we need is different programs. The programs we have are not efficient. efficient. They're not sufficient. And so let's get a new program. And surely a new program always brings some excitement. People like the new program. So Maybe they give a little bit extra, they come a little bit extra, they, they put a little more energy into it, but it's not programs that are the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. 
We see our church, and, and if you draw people for programs, guess what? They're going to go on to the next church for programs. And a church the size of Elmira Baptist Church is never going to have the, the, the most exciting or the biggest program in town. So let's not worry about our programs as much as we worry about preaching the gospel of Christ. It's the gospel of Christ that is the power of God unto salvation. Sometimes we look around and we say, well, you know, we could bring in more people if we changed our music. So we change our music, not just minor changes, major changes to our music until it's unrecognizable to someone who was just a, was a part of the church just 20 years ago. This is unprecedented. Yes, it's unprecedented in the history of church music. Yes, there's always been change in music. That we would abandon, completely abandon the music that we sang 20 years ago to sing completely different music. Unprecedented. Now, the problem is, again, we're never going to have the best worship team, the best band in all the churches in the Vacaville area. Someone recently described another service as, you have a worship team, but it's a poor substitute for a rock band. Well, we're not trying to substitute for a rock band. We want congregational singing that glorifies the Lord that you can participate in. Again, it's not a concert. It's a congregation. So we forget that it's the gospel of Christ that's the power of God unto salvation. And we begin to think music is the key. And we bring in different music, different musicians. And Sure, you can draw a group with music, but just the same way you draw that group with music, as soon as the other church, the next church, has a better, more vigorous program, then guess what? They'll be headed over to the other church for their music. Listen, it's not the program and it's not the music. It's the gospel of Christ that is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. So let's focus on that. Personally, in our personal lives, sharing the gospel but then as a church preaching the gospel, focusing on singing the gospel, it is sufficient for our day. I, I believe, I know, I'm convinced, absolutely convinced that the gospel of Jesus Christ is still and will always be the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. And that we are called to live by faith, that the just, we live by faith. So this Sunday... We'll be preaching the gospel again. You pray with me that the Lord will use the preaching of the gospel uniquely this Sunday to draw souls to himself. We want to see people saved, baptized, discipled, and added to Elmira Baptist Church. And it's the power of the gospel, not programs, not music, that's going to do that. This has been... Elmira and you for Thursday, April 14th, 2022. I hope you'll join us this Sunday, 6.45 for sunrise service, 9.45 for Sunday school, 11 o'clock for morning worship, 5 o'clock for evening worship, followed by a remembrance of the Lord's Supper. We meet at 6111 California Pacific Road near Vacaville, California. Join me tomorrow for another edition of Elmira and You, and join me tonight as we have our last Peace and Hope for Life meeting, and remember the crucifixion and resurrection of our Savior in music.